We've been talking to so many other entrepreneurs, we only thought it was fair for us to tell our story. We're going to do something a little different. We're going to interview each other. Courtney, you ready for this? I'm ready. This is the Entreprenista Podcast, presented by Socialfly. It's the best business meeting you'll ever have, with must-hear real-life looks at how leading women in business are getting it done, and what it takes to build and grow a successful company. It's beyond the gram, with no filters, no limits, and plenty of surprises. All right, Steph, everyone always asks us this, how did we meet? This is the first question in every single meeting. They want to know how we started this company. Like, how the hell yeah, did, how the did two we of you get together? You're <laughs> nothing alike. We are nothing alike, and that's why it works. So Courtney and I actually met in a Miami hotel room. This is the true story. So Unfiltered. I, unfiltered? Give them the unfiltered version. The unfil- uh, I can't give the unfiltered version. That was a wild week in Miami, but a uh, wild few days in Miami. But yeah, Courtney and I met in a Miami hotel room. So I had met a mutual friend of Courtney's about a week prior at an event. And I we quickly became fast friends in one week. And I happened to be going down to Miami the next week. And Susie was going down to Miami the next week. And we decided to all stay at the same hotel together where I was already staying. And I think I got her a special rate there. And we and we met up. And, and I, Stephanie will still get you special rates at, at hotel. That's I will. That's her, her thing. DM me on Instagram and I'll, I'll hook you Queen up. Queen of not paying full price. I won't pay full price for anything ever. It's very true. Yeah. Anyway, get back to the story. Okay. Sorry, Court. So yeah, we met in a Miami hotel room. We went out and had a lot of fun that weekend. Got some sunshine laid out at the Betsy rooftop of the Betsy Hotel and became Courtney and I became fast friends. And at that time, I had already tried starting a, a social media company with a different business partner back then. And I think Courtney and I quickly realized that we, you know, potentially had opposite skill sets. I was always very focused on sales and marketing. And, you know, I learned when I met Courtney, she knew a lot about, you know, operations and finance. And at that time, Courtney was actually working in Boston. Yeah. So we beat. In Miami, and then I had just graduated from college in 2009, where we met in 2010, and I go back to Massachusetts, which is where I was working. I was an underwriter at an insurance company in rural Massachusetts, which for a girl who grew up in New York City uh, was a big, big change for me, but I like to try new things, and and I um, was looking for a new opportunity. Courtney, so. I have to interrupt you for a second. I just remember at that time, after we became friends, we started like Skyping each other every week, and you would be laying in bed, miserable in Boston. You're like, I just have to get back to to New York City. I want to live in New York. And I remember, like, I wanted you. I wanted to like be in business with you. Like, I was already in that first trip. Yes, yeah, so you were to recruit already recruiting, you. recruiting me. You. you had sent me some sales deck. You wanted me to do sales for you when I was out there, and I had contemplated it because I did really want to get into social media, but it wasn't a career at the time that I was in college at NYU and now flash forward in the story because this is going to turn into the longest story I was going to say because then I connected you yes, with someone to get an yes, interview. Yes, yeah. yes. So we're going to skip a few steps here. 
but I uh, wanted to move back to New York, so I applied for a job with American Express. Uh, they I, they offered me a, a position, and I accepted it, and I was really excited to get back into New York City. I moved back into the city, which was fun, and I quickly realized once I was at Amex, they were forming partnerships with Facebook and Foursquare and Twitter and doing some really innovative things with social media, and that's when I knew I really wanted to get into the social media space. And then Stephanie was looking for a business partner. She didn't want to give up on her dream of starting a social media agency and and helping businesses with their social media marketing plans. So we partnered together and worked nights and weekends for 10 months on the side of our full-time jobs. And we said to each other, if this is ever going to be anything, we just have to take a chance, go all in and do it. And I... As the finance and operations person, I just, you know, crunched the numbers, said, okay, this is what we have to make in order to pay our bills. So we have to make at least this. This is the goal for month one, two, and three, and we got to grow from there. Um, So we just did it. We quit our jobs on the same day, and I was really scared. Stephanie was like, no, no, it'll be fine. She had no fear in her, and I was like – no fear. I'm like, we'll make it happen. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. What am I doing? But I was like, okay, I built great relationships here, and hopefully if it doesn't work out, I gave myself two or three months. That's what I had in savings as well. And I was like, okay, if this doesn't work out, I'm just going to go back to work, and that'll be that. But at least I tried, and I was 24 at the time. And How old was I? 27? 27-ish. Yep. And here we are seven years later. We have a team of almost 30 people. We're growing, hiring, moving offices, and it's just been such a wild ride. So, Courtney, people always also ask us, yes, what did we do first? Like, we quit our jobs on a – I think it was a Friday, went out and celebrated on Cinco de Mayo, and on Monday, we got to work. Yeah. What did you do on Cinco de Mayo, Stephanie, if you want to get unfiltered? Oh, Courtney. <laughs> we went out and celebrated. Yes, we had and a, that great was, old, a grand old time. We had a grand old time, and that was one of the last few times I've ever had alcohol. <laughs> it was the last time Stephanie <laughs> had day. fun. It actually is. I only had fun like that one other time since that night. And what time was that? That was about two years ago in January on Lauren Hutchinson's birthday. Oh, I thought you were going to say your bachelorette party. Oh, well, but I didn't get that. I That was very fun, but I was very well-behaved fun. That was so much fun. Anyway, okay, so so that's it is Saturday. important to we remember to had, have fun and go out and celebrate. A great time. That was one of the last times we <laughs> had fun, and then we went to work on Monday and well, went to work. We went to Stephanie's apartment. That was our office at the time, and for about a week. Yeah, for about a week, and our first step was to put up a internship posting on Craigslist. We interviewed uh, a ton of people. I actually had like a panic attack Courtney with did. one of the interviews. I was like. It trying to they're like tell me about social fly or we were actually a different company at the time and name, yeah. you know you have to talk about this company that doesn't really exist <laughs> yet and i just i just had a breakdown i didn't I know what to corny. say i, I was remember. like oh my god and then i was like hold on a second i had to get it together and stephanie was like freaking out and i was like okay I just did it. I then I finished the interview. I don't think we ended up hiring her. I don't know if she ever called back. I wonder if we can pull uh, up old I emails. I her and name, see but that, that that is something that I remember happened in the early days. So then we interviewed a bunch of interns over the phone. I think we even hired them over the phone we without even meeting, meeting them. <laughs> and then we said, "Oh my gosh, where are these six people going to go?" So then the next step, and I think all of this happened in one day. It did. 
we said, okay, we need office space. We need to find a place to go. And I remember when I was 16, my mom owned an art gallery at the time, and she brought me to one of her business meetings in New York. And we went to this printing company on 35th and 8th. And I was 16. Uh, We went in for this meeting, and the guy had a poker table in his office. And I sat down, and I was playing poker at the time. Um, I had gotten into the whole Texas Hold'em thing. And I was playing with him. I I don't think we won, but it was a memorable experience for me. So when we needed office space, I remembered that he had a big office. So Courtney Courtney literally said to me, I remember, I think it was the same day we were interviewing these interns. We're like, we can't work out of my apartment. There's nowhere to go. And Courtney starts telling the story. She's like, we have to call. I think you called your mom first. And she's like, still talk to that guy, Frank. And she's like, yeah, let me call him up and see. See if he's still in business. So <laughs> We went down there the next day. You yeah, called him. And he was like, I have this little tiny corner for you. Um, it, we can share pictures. It, we do have pictures on our social media. And that was that. We're like, we'll take it. It was a desk. We crammed in there six, eight people. And that was what we did all summer long. You know, we joined. Oh, and then he introduced us to a yes, networking Yes, this was group. a big one. So Frank said to us – you know, how are you ladies going to get business? I was like, oh, we're just going to go out and pound the pavement. He's like, okay, well, I have an idea for you. I'm in this networking group. It's called BNI. You guys need to join a group. We're like, great. He connected us with someone from BNI in New York. Courtney and I went to a couple of meetings, and they meet at 7 in the morning. They meet early, but there's also a, like very few late-night groups that meet, and it's a um, really great networking group in New York and all over the country. So we go to these few groups. We test them out to see if we like the people, and then we had the choice of being in these late-night groups or in this early-morning group. And look, we all like to sleep in a bit, but I knew that morning group was going to be the right fit for us. And we joined this BNI networking group and we started getting clients right away. It was like instantaneous. Yes. So by the end of the summer, we hired our first employee part-time and then she was full-time by the end of that year. And then we hired another person. We moved office space um, which was sad because I love. We used to play poker every day. That's a little secret that we probably have never admitted. But we used to play poker with Frank every day in the early days to win free printing. Yeah, for the business, so that we didn't have to pay for our printing, and we won a lot. Yeah. So I don't think we ever paid for printing <laughs> that first uh, few months that we were there. And then we outgrew that space, moved into our second office uh, on the Upper East Side, seventy fourth and Lexington. And we were there for a year, and some great things happened up there. What did we and pay then for we rent moved then? Back down to the fashion district, we were paying a thousand dollars. Thousand dollars a month was our. We went from free to a thousand dollars a month, and I think we were nervous about even paying a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, and then the next one was five thousand, and then the next office after that was ten thousand, and now we're looking for new office space, and it's significantly more than that. But we'll we'll figure it out like we always do. We always take that leap of faith and just. And just make it happen. Courtney, after we moved to our second office on the Upper East Side and things, you know, really started to take off for us, do you remember, like, what our big challenges were then? The big challenges at the time were really just getting new clients. That was – that was – that was our biggest challenge in the early days. We had two really great employees, you know, figuring out how to scale and and who to hire next wasn't really an issue. Uh, we just needed the clients to then be able to have that problem to figure out, which thankfully we did. Uh, but that 
first year in business was just all about building our client base and 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 doing really great work for them. And then what we did after that was we hired more talented people to join our team. And then actually in the last year, I would say that's been probably one of the bigger challenges in our business is figuring out how to scale the company and build out different departments and hire specialists. Because in the early days, especially when you're a startup, you hire people who could do it all. And then now what we need is is people who are specialized in creative services, strategy, paid media, influencer marketing. And that's because so much has changed. Exactly. And and our clients are bigger now too. Uh, but in the early days, it was just hustle, 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 do everything. You know, we used to clean the office. We used to... Still take out the trash. We yeah. still do that now too. We don't think or... Yeah, we don't think that any any uh, task is beneath us. You just got to do whatever you have to do to get it done. Absolutely. And I think something that, you know, really set us apart along the way is that we always focused on building the brand of Social Fly and then our personal brands on social to really tie back to Social Fly to help grow our business and, you know, grow our, our pipeline of new clients. So I think it was like 2014, we were like, we should write a book on social media because then when we go into new business meetings, we can say we wrote the book on social media and that builds credibility. And in this industry, you have to be able to really stand out from all of the other agencies that were now you know, starting to launch. There was PR agencies that didn't specialize in social that were now saying they were doing social media. You have all the big consulting companies that are now saying they offer social media services. But we had started as a just social agency from the ground up really before anyone was doing it. So now how are we going to continue to to stand out and and really make it happen. Yeah, writing that book was was definitely a, a great learning for us. It took us about a year to write. Uh, we launched at the end of 2015, and I remember we had a really big party at, at PhD here. Right before my wedding. I think it was like and, Yeah, it was before right before the wedding. We had this big party, and everyone came. Yes. Like every single person that we had met in our lives up until that point was at that party, which was really, really exciting. And it was, it was definitely a lot of fun. Uh, And then the book really paid off for us, I would say, you know, and we still bring that book with us to meetings. We're overdue for a second edition. I think we should have been on our third or fourth edition by now. What are we doing at court? We, I always do what I say I'm going to do, so I will get back to you on when that can get done. <laughs> I will say we actually had a plan to write a new book at the beginning of 2018, and we kept moving our meeting to do it. And then we were like, not happening this year. <laughs> That's something that I've learned in business yeah. too. Priorities change. Yeah. The The facts today may be different than uh, what is presented to you tomorrow. So you really, really have to be flexible in business and be willing to pivot and change your mind. It is okay to change your mind because things change and you have to be a really great communicator uh, with your teams, with your clients, with other people and just communicate what the situation is and and try to come to solutions that are best, best for everyone. But it's okay to change your mind and, and move in different directions. So here we are today. We are almost 30 people at our agency. We've worked with probably 200 brands over the past. How many years has it been now? I'm like, what year are we in? Seven years? Will it be eight years? And we're to eight years be next year. So technically, we started the business in the summer of uh, 2011, but full time in 2012. May of 2012. 
So it'll be almost seven so years. It'll be seven years this coming May. Social Fly 7. What do you think, Court, has been our biggest accomplishment to date? Our biggest accomplishment is that we're still in business. I know from attending a lot of entrepreneur groups, talking to entrepreneurs, and uh, we talk to male entrepreneurs too, uh, and just you know having this network of, of really great people to learn from. Business is hard. Business is very, very hard, and, and what we have achieved is certainly not easy, and I am just proud of the fact that we are still standing after seven years I... and of all of the challenges that we have. And now when there are problems, I, I won't – maybe you'll disagree, but I don't think I, I freak out as much as I used to. It is what it is, and we'll figure it out, but it's not the end of the world. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Actually – I feel like I've gotten calmer in terms of when things seem like really crazy. Maybe just from like learning over time that we always just figure it out. I feel like I used to get even more emotional. And now like especially this past week, we've had so much going on between real estate deals and trying to find this new space and clients and hiring. Like this week has probably been one of the craziest weeks. And what I don't even know what day today is Thursday. This week has been one of the craziest weeks we've ever had. And I just know deep down everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to get figured out. And I think I've just learned that that over time and I've just become more like it's going to be okay. It's going to no, be okay. Everything yeah. will be okay. I know that now. <laughs> now that we've lasted for seven years, I think the challenge that I don't – and maybe other entrepreneurs have this challenge too is figuring out what to say yes to, what to say no to. It's been an ongoing challenge throughout all of our years in business because fortunately we have a lot of opportunities that are coming to us, which I never want to complain about that because that's what got us here today. But at the same time, especially as you get older and you have things going on in your personal life and you want to prioritize those things more, you really, really have to be careful with what you say yes to. Mm-hmm. And now that we have a bigger team, those decisions have a larger impact than just us. Yep. They impact the health and morale of the company, uh, and it impacts different things that maybe we didn't even consider at the time that we're making these decisions. So we just have to be better at at thinking about who these decisions really affect and is it worth it in the long run. Absolutely. So speaking of lifestyle and people's lives changing, Courtney, what's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Now that I have a little dog um, named Nori at Little Miss Nori Girl, gotta promote give her the a account. little plug. Um, now she's the one who wakes me up, and uh, she's so young; she's only four and a half months. So I'd love to get to the point where she's actually like sleeping in bed with me, but we're not on that level yet. So um, I wake up and I take her out of her little crates. I feed her, and then we start our day. So that's that's how I wake up. What about you? What's the first thing I do when I wake up? Can you guess? Check your phone. Yeah, check my phone. Which is not healthy. It's I mean, probably actually, the worst usually, thing that you could do. I know. It's really bad. I've, I've I think I read something where you're supposed to not check your phone for an hour after you wake up and an hour before bed. Well, I'm, on, I'm basically on my phone for the full hour when I'm getting up and getting ready and I'm on emails and I'm checking emails while I'm putting on my makeup. I just – Constantly overstimulated, unfortunately. I, I don't know how you do it. I would say Stephanie is really the queen of multitasking, whereas I 
I prefer not to multitask. I really prefer to focus on one thing. Um, so that's been a really big challenge for me being an entrepreneur is that I'm being pulled into a lot of different directions and my natural way of being is like, okay, let me just focus on this one thing. How many emails are in your inbox right now? Check your emails. Well, I you don't even want to know because I have gotten I'm so far behind on emails that I won't even delete the junk email. So if you look at this number here, it's over thirty thousand. No, That's I want that number. Real. I want your social fly. Your social I don't fly business have it. email. It's not clean. It's not clean on on here because uh, we use Gmail for business and it divides it up into like what's most important at the top and it. then that middle section of things that may not be relevant to you and I don't clean out that section. This is way too much information. So <laughs> I don't have that number on my phone and if I look at the number here, it's over 17,000, which is not really accurate either, but sometimes it just feels that way. Well, I have 177 real email, like real business emails right now. My other email inboxes, like my junk stuff, I'm not counting that, but one, 177. And by the time we record our next podcast, I guess it'll have over 300. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Hard, hard wild to keep up. Wild is the theme of 2018. What are you going to do to unwind in 2019, Court? I don't know the answer to that yet. I, there are so many things that I want to accomplish this year. We only have two weeks, so it's going <laughs> to drip into next year. So I, I just – there's – certain things and we'll share them with you maybe in our update of this conversation that I want to do before I can think about relaxing. But I actually did plan a vacation at the end of January. I'm going to the Cayman Islands. Mm -hmm. As long as you bring me back some sunshine. I'll do my best. I'll be stuck I'll be stuck here. <laughs> what are you gonna do to relax in twenty nineteen? <laughs> to relax in twenty nineteen. Well I don't I... think you're gonna be relaxing <laughs> for, the, for the next for the next years, years actually. Um, I have a lot to do every yeah. weekend now to get ready for ready for June. I need to look for a new apartment. I need to make lists of what to order for these babies that are coming. I have a lot to do. And that's just what I can only do on the weekends. I can't really focus on that during the week because I'm just so focused on on the business. But to relax, that was the question, I signed up for Exhale's uh, monthly spa membership program. $99 a month. It's great. And you get a service every single month. So thank you for reminding me. I need to book my service now for this month Maybe of December. Maybe I need to do that too. You should. You should do that. I might have a referral code for you because you know I won't let you get anything at full price, even though it's already discounted. <laughs> um. Oh, this is a good question. How do we handle disagreements? Oh, Courtney's right. Courtney's always right. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually how it goes. It is. Um. I'm not going to disagree. I'll I'll agree to that one. <laughs> it's easier to let Courtney just get her way than for me well, to fight what Courtney. I feel, Stephanie, that's not true. It's not true. Stephanie doesn't like to be wrong. And even when she is, she won't admit it. That's not true. I, uh, we'll ask Caitlin. We'll ask Caitlin and we'll get a third party in here. You can't just use that one example. We'll ask your husband too. <laughs> How about that? All right. We'll get back to you I guys do on this admit question. when I'm wrong. I do not always need to be right. However, a lot of times, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying at home, not always saying, saying business. A lot of times at home, I'm right a lot. <laughs> so maybe we won't ask Greg, <laughs> but we'll ask Caitlin. She's usually on my side, too. Oh, my. See? Courtney. Courtney. What? Yeah, yeah. We're just sharing the day to day of our lives. 
We've been through a lot over the past seven years. How would you say you have transformed as a person? Do you think you're still the same person you were on day one? I I mean, deep down, of course, I'm the same person, but I think I've just <laughs> evolved and learned so much over the years. Like we we didn't know anything when we first started our business. We figured everything out as we went along, and we've also grown up running this business. So we were, you know, we were 24 and 27 years old when we started. Our lives have completely changed. You know, we've dated people, gotten married, moved to new apartments, and we're just at different phases together in our lives now. And I think there's just a maturity from just getting older and then just all of the experiences that we've had. I think we make better decisions now. I think when we made more impulsive decisions when we were starting the business, but kind of because we had to, we didn't know anything else. We would just jump in and do stuff. And now I think we've learned along the way and try our best to learn from our mistakes. We don't always do it, but we try. And I think going into 2019, that's our that's our theme is making sure we don't repeat the mistakes we've made and saying no to things that don't make sense for us and for our team and, you know, moving forward strategically and being sure that we can still grow in our personal lives and grow grow the business and still, you know, nurture and help our team and do the best work for our clients. Yeah, I would I would agree with everything that you said. I mean, we are bound to be more mature at this stage. You know, we were babies. We were very young when we started this business, had zero idea of what we were getting ourselves into. And it's really incredible how much we've learned. And I'm just so grateful for for the experience. And I still feel like I have so much to learn. Me too. And uh, I think that's what keeps us going each day, um, which is a blessing and a curse because sometimes we learn lessons the very, very hard way. Uh, but unfortunately, sometimes that's how you have to learn. And then I think for me, it's just not getting as emotional over the mistakes that we made. It's just, you know, it is what it is. I'm still alive and we can figure it out and and things are going to get better and there's always a solution to every problem and I just have to remind myself of that. And I'm not, I would say I'm not as emotional when we're making decisions mm -hmm. as I used to be in the early days and I'm not as scared to make them anymore. Well, here's to an incredible 2019 ahead and we're we'll definitely share cheers. updates cheers with tea you can't the drink tea, right now. i can't drink no <laughs> wine for probably a long time yeah <laughs> that's it for our story for now we'll be back next week with another incredible entrepreneurista until then wishing everyone a very happy holidays enjoy this week with your friends and family and keep listening to more podcasts enjoy your time at home I'm Stephanie. And I'm Courtney. And this is the best business meeting we've ever had. You can connect with us at socialflyny.com and follow us on Instagram at entrepreneistas. Check out all our latest episodes at entrepreneistapodcast.com. Entrepreneista is produced by Mouth Media Network for Socialfly. Copyright 2018, Socialfly, all rights reserved. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.